0: Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You are always gone,
1: rebel scum. Boom, Oops. rebel scum. Flip yeah. flop, flip flop. Chris
0: Cross, rebel scum podcast coming
1: up. <laughs> rebel scum podcast episode two eighty four. I'm Brock. This is
0: other Brock oh what if we were both named brock
1: then like i feel like that would have to like fit into the title of the podcast i i actually started this is on you i just started listening to a podcast called two johns don't make a right and it's literally two comedians (laughs) named john that drive around la and only go straight or left and i'm like genius and they like they have like a Celebrity, like a comedian friend, sit in the back seat and they just talk for like an hour. I'm like, perfect.
0: Naturally, <laughs> that's what we should do. We we screwed up on our podcast. We should have done PJ <laughs> drives.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because that's like, yes, I know PJ, but like, uh, well, I don't know like, what you're talking about. It's it's a genius like move because as long as you like the premise, if it sounds good or not, because they have like just like a field recorder like what we use when we shot your movies so it's like you hear like the ambient sound of like the car as well but like it's a genius idea so can't suggest it enough but we're not here to talk about other podcasts we're talking about our podcast about star wars star wars
0: star wars yeah and i wanted to talk to you about star wars because our podcast is about star wars yeah you know, I I chose the thumbnail. I chose Jack Black and Lizzo for the thumbnail of this. And the reason being, there was a reason for that. Because I was thinking how everybody hates that episode. And hates Jack Black and Lizzo for ruining Star Wars and their childhood. And I think they blame the sequel trilogy on Lizzo now. I think they get blamed for it. But, like, I wanted to talk about it because I was, like, I think you mentioned it to me. Captain Bombardier yeah. is his name.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, like,
0: you're, like, it's, like, he's, like, straight out of droids. And I was thinking, yeah. at, at what point did we forget what Star Wars was? If you can see my pillow. I'm going to go like that. You Like, what, <laughs> at what point were we, like, better than Star Wars?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean you can have the argument of like, it's just too much. I I totally get that. It's maybe not everything's for you, but like, come on. (laughs) That scene, their scenes alone are just like fun to look at. Like droids is a perfect example because their whole throne room is so colorful and like weird stuff's happening and all that. Like, it's just, it's great. And like, she knights Rogu, like, don't take it so seriously. Like whatever. Like, Perhaps that that those two people will become more important if we do have a fourth season where we talk about the Mandalorians, because they say they'll back them if Mandalore becomes a part of the Republic again, right? Like I feel like that's important, Do you agree?
0: Yeah, and they are uh, Season four has been written, and rumor is they're going to shoot it in in October, I think, August or October. So, yeah, that yeah. my vibe was, you know, like, oh, these are one-off characters. But then I thought about the Mando-verse and Rebels. Clone Wars and Rebels are part of the Mando-verse now. I, that's just how I'm going to refer to it. So mm-hmm. when I say Mando-verse, I'm referring all the way back to Clone Wars and Rebels. Because I feel like if if those shows have taught us anything whatsoever – It's that there are no one offs. Everything serves a purpose and there is a reason for everything. And the characters you don't think are going to come back are going to come back and be bigger than you anticipated. (laughs) That's just how it is. And then, and the thing with The Mandalorian is the opposite is also true, where you're like, this character is going to be huge. No, no, Carrot Dune's going to be in two episodes. (laughs) Like, oh, okay, fine. I'm just picking her because in the first season, remember, like Carrot or Moff Gideon, for example. Moff Gideon's a bad guy. He's in like two episodes every season. That's it. Yeah, in a quarter of the seasons.
1: Like he kills it when he's on screen, but like it's so. I said this like in the last two weeks. It's sort of like he's a he's like it's a weird villain where it's like he just shows up. He's like it almost feels like a cameo where it's like here I am. It's like oh, I feel because
0: he because the show's not about him,
1: right? The show's
0: about the things that are going around 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 him, and he's just inserted in the show. And that's that's been my like vibe on it is he's the villain, but he's not necessarily the bad guy of the yeah. series. The bad guy is the client. In season one, is your villain, but the client's working for Moff Gideon. The Moff Gideon is more of a bad guy in season two. In this season, there it wasn't really a villain. It was the journey to Mandalore, reuniting yeah. Mandalore, and then he showed up. He's like, "Guess what? I'm I'm your obstacle right now." Hey Vermont, Mike
1: hey no i think you're absolutely right james it's like it's called the mandalorian and i feel like that title is evolving where it's like what is a mandalorian not like who is the mandalorian it's like what is it And this season especially i think every mandalorian is like rethinking that concept it's like well we believe this and this is where it got us perhaps we should rethink that. So I think like that a season four, I mean, do like Filoni and Favreau can do whatever they want because what they've delivered so far is amazing. But it's just like, I could see us being spending a lot of time on in season four, just like rethinking what we think is a Mandalorian. Uh, And, and I think it'll be worthwhile. I don't know. I, I feel like I said this this week to someone in person I don't, and I probably have said this to you at some point, but it's just like, I think that scene where they find, where they, they come into the farm, garden, whatever, underground on Mandalore and the, the Mandalorians that had survived on Mandalore up until this point, they're saying, oh no, this planet can grow. You just have to let it. I feel like that line is saying like, we can return to the old Mandalore that we saw in Clone Wars or in, you hear in books and comics. It's like, they can't be like warriors that devastate a land anymore. They have to allow. So, like, I think you're right. Like, that could be where this is all going. And uh, yeah, I I can't even remember how, you, what you said now exactly. I know we were talking about Liz. <laughs> I deviated somewhere. <laughs> we
0: were just talking about like getting weird, and but now characters come back. Exactly. The Mandalorian people have to mm-hmm. like. There's this weird aspect to Star Wars where characters and like grow and for some reason like like we're uh, we're headed to let characters grow in star wars for some reason but the best example of growth for me is ahsoka because i didn't like ahsoka when she first started Mm -hmm. and now i'm like an ahsoka show (laughs) like i feel like a hypocrite like i'm all in on this ahsoka show because her character has grown so much and they've done such a great job with her that I'm like, I'm all on board with her as a character. Let's get the automated joy coming on. Gideon. Yeah, uh, she says, Hello there, hi. Uh, Gideon was such a great bad guy, though. I hope he's not gone. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I, there's there's two ways to look at it. Is one, he's not dead, and he was a clone, whatever, or two, do we need, like, did he serve his purpose to your point about Mandalore and how they might now learn? how Mandalore has to grow. Yeah. You know, and they, to that point, maybe there's no purpose for Gideon anymore. And that's why they outed, they ousted him in this last episode because they need to move past him.
1: I think like what would be a cool flex because we all know that Favreau and Filoni are all about like, let's change up the status quo of how we're going to do this. Why not? Now we have the shadow council that is introducing uh, Thrawn into the Mandoverse. And then, of course, he's going to be in Ahsoka. We already know that. It's like, so I would argue season four of Mandalorian is going to be greatly affected by whatever happens in Ahsoka. And that Ron. We could easily get it like a like a episode that's a flashback. That's like Moff Gideon is present a lot. And like you see a lot. We see more meetings with the Shadow Council. And like we understand what's going on. Because I think what would be very rewarding is to give an episode to Moff Gideon and explain why he was doing this. Like, I think we talked about this last week where it's like, oh, this is all starting to make sense of why he was going after Grogu, but we still don't know why. Like, I don't know what you think after the Shadow Council episode, which is the second last episode, where it's, he's looking into cloning and Brindle Hux is looking into cloning. And we get the sense that, of course, Hux is, is... cloning for the emperor, but like like it's for them to be a, a group but then have two conflicting concepts on what to do with cloning. Like I think that's an interesting story. That could be something yeah. to flesh out. So that is an that is a good way to get Giancarlo I suppose, you know back in the show. Granted yes he's dead but like we're Star Wars fans. We want to fill in the gaps and I think that would be fruitful. I don't know. I don't know. I'll say I,
0: as much as I would love for him to come back I, I I need characters to also stay dead in Star Wars. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, because there's apparently Andy Serkis has now said that Kino Loy is going to be back. Oh, yeah. in it, And every single character in the Obi-Wan show got stabbed and came back. And it's just, a, you <laughs> yeah. know, Palpatine obviously doesn't, yeah, Palpatine can't not come back. Darth Maul came back. Yeah. I thought like, it's great when they come back, but at some point someone's got to stay dead. Yeah. But with Gideon, they did give themselves an out, and they're like, there are possibly other clones that weren't force sensitive out there that weren't even perfect. Could you imagine like an imperfect Gideon? Like I like to think of multiplicity, but with Moff Gideon.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like all those like Moff Gideon's hanging out. It's like the idiot Moff Gideon, the super smart Moff Gideon.
1: He didn't have enough but, time in the in the in the the yeah. tube.
0: <laughs> well that's so they have an out because of that but mm. at the same time i like but if that is the case i'd like him to be like i'm a clone and maybe be like a step below the actual moff gideon to because i do think the shadow council brought a really intriguing factor to yeah. the series and to the lore and then i think a dynamic between gideon yeah. and thrawn would have been a lot of fun to see as well hello disney desi who i'm not talking to right now we're yeah, in a she, feud
1: why, what happened she's in she's in tampa
0: feuding
1: <laughs> oh i see <laughs> Feud is on hockey <laughs> <laughs> Man, um,
0: that's that's all yeah. i i i just stay dead but you have an L, Yeah, so I don't, right, i'm yeah, very conflict. i'm very conflicted
1: you're absolutely correct it's like so many people have died and come back in the last 10 15 years like Maul is back Palpatine's back. Ahsoka is like supposed to be dead. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Ahsoka
0: too, you're right.
1: <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah. And you know what? Cloning and multiverses are getting like, we haven't even gotten fully into the multiverse in Marvel, and it's already a little tiresome. And it's yeah, just sort I, of like, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta so. say, the
0: Flash movie, I don't know what you thought, we won't talk about it, but like, I'm wondering if. <laughs> By the time it finally comes out, people will be like, "I don't know about the multiverse. Like, are people still interested in the multiverse? It seems so cool with Spider Man, and now <laughs> yeah. it's like, are we doing this again? Like, it's been it's been a year and a half. We're we're gonna still do this? Okay, all right. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. So, um, yeah, I mean Giancarlo Esposito. Like, you put him in a project, people are gonna pay attention. You know, ever since I mean, he's been an amazing actor for years, but like obviously. Breaking Bad, like, just redefined him as an actor. So it's just, like, he's been in so many things. He's He was, like, a villain for one episode in the community show. And it was just, I think it's the voice. The voice is, like, just... Yeah. You could, like... So proper. Oh, man. Uh, straight up, give him a Tales of the Jedi uh, episode of some sort. I know he's not a Jedi, but, like, that's, like, that kind of character is perfect for a show like that. It's like, yeah. Yeah. But you're right. I think we said earlier it's like the side characters like sometimes are the best part of the show. Like I've already pitched my idea of it's like uh what was it? Uh P- Pelimoto and <laughs> Carson Teva and just just like call it the side characters. I don't know, like and then yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh R five shows up. It's just like, yeah, I would watch the show. I would watch the show Wouldn't it over and over. Be away.
0: great if they did like a uh a may 4th special of just like a one-off episode with those characters and we just hang out on tatooine with these, copyright like, you know, these...
1: rebel scum podcast <laughs> that's a great idea like how great
0: would that be just a one-off I May mean, with peli what's the dude's name from boba fett well they're clearly a couple now like those two some jawa show up r5 like you said and we literally just hang out with them. It could be the Boon to Eve classic too. You make it a, you make the holiday on the Star Wars holiday. Disney, let's do it. Disney yeah, yeah. Star Wars, and this is true. <laughs> oh yeah, it's ruined. <laughs> the Book of Gideon. Well, that would be I would watch that book. Me <laughs> more Pelimoto, my life. No, oh, absolutely. Uh, a lot of talk about how the multiverse has been overused. It, you know what though, for me with multiverses and world between between worlds. Mm. I am, because people are, are speculating that maybe, is it in the Ahsoka show, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And when it came in Rebels, my biggest concern was I hate to death those, I hate time travel and I hate um, like multiverses in a way, Be, not because like, because Back to the like, Future is a great movie. They use time travel perfect, mm. but that movie is about time, like that's the point of the movie is time travel.
1: Yeah.
0: I find Star Trek when they use time travel, it. 90% of the time it's a it's just a crutch. Like it's like oh, we'll time travel. And I've said this with the Harry Potter movie where they use time travel. I'm like, yeah, well, it's just like just just getting you out. I just find it to be like a crutch to get you out of a situation. And once you expose your your universe to it, it's always there and it can always be used and exploited as that crutch. And that's <laughs> yeah. that's my fear with like the world between worlds and things like that. Is like, okay, we used it, it was fine i would rather not continuously go back to and the thing is it can't be that easy to access because remember ShVP was trying to access it and couldn't so it's got to be something more mystical that we can't get to so easily that but that is my one concern with this stuff
1: i mean i i totally agree with you like you know me with that episode i'm like wow think of what they could do with this but then it's just like it's scary it's a scary (laughs) it's a scary pandora's box that you open right like comics do it all the time they've been doing it for over 50 years i would think i'm not quite sure when the first like but like one of the reasons they brought it in was like because like dc or marvel bought like licenses of other they bought other comic books series or some companies and then or the characters and brought them in so it's like it's a good way to like just how do we get how do we get old man Logan into the 616? <laughs> it's like, oh, uh we'll have this like massive event where all the characters get sucked in and then they all go away except for old man Logan's now in the which is perfect cuz we killed Wolverine. I'm like, oh, perfect. Like it works in comics cuz I think at a point <laughs> it's been such a omnipresent thing that you're like, yeah, okay, yeah. That's how we explain like why Power Girl and Supergirl exist at the same time. Fine, but um, no, I totally agree. Like, I don't. I think they should move away from that. Um, though, like, I think you and I both talked about like a mystical Jedi show, like talking about just Jedi mysticism, like Obi Wan season two. Just leave him in the cave with Qui Gon and call it a day. But uh, yeah, no, I I feel like I'm whatever. Uh, I was gonna I have a question for Disney Desi. We were what were we just talking about? Oh gosh, Hondo? I was related- we're really, oh, Pelimoto. She, she, Disney Desi commented, I need more Pelimoto in my life. Now, Disney Desi, I don't know if you know this about yourself. You like Disney. Would you say that Pelimoto <laughs> is a perfect character to add to Galaxy's Edge in like a ride where she's there? Like, obviously, Amy Sedaris can't be at
0: Why Galaxy's not? Edge
1: forever, but like, could she be like, you know, Hondo is the character you you see when you go on the smugglers run you know, what if we had a new ride and pelimoto's like hey there or like, i don't know some like cool like you said to eve like pod racing like ride that would be sick something that gets you ready for the ride like i think she's perfect like- for
0: by the way i'm still upset that those weren't pods i mean maybe they were like new age pods at the beginning of that mando episode <laughs> yeah. i was like come on you're so close Booty classic um, by the way speaking of droids in one of the first I think four episodes of droids they go to a race and a guy an alien figure who I does he look like Ben Clanness he just he's he's in Grievous's circular ship that he drives you know a circle thing he's in that and he drives up and he says hey why don't you come to Bunta with me oh, okay. <laughs> and the, the thing that and I talked about this on Patreon I think but uh, like years ago but the thing yeah. that I loved about droids is Kaibo Ky- Renocide. I think that was just a coincidence more than anything. But the thing that's fascinating about droids is you see like George Lucas's ideas, like these mm-hmm. raw ideas that he had and and terms that he had saved in like a book that he gave yeah. to people. And then later on, he used them. And you're like, it's kind of like, I, I, you know, they're obviously very different, but it's, it's neat that he had like these ideas for so long. Because he mm-hmm. only talks about how, He's like it was supposed to be two hundred movies, and uh, I only wanted to make one. It was, and he's like, yeah, sure, Georgie. And then you you watch these things, you're like, maybe, maybe he's not lying to us. Maybe he actually had like a really big idea from start to finish. Obviously, I think you know things evolve. Like the prequels, what we got wasn't what he originally wrote in like the '70s or whatever. But yeah, there are ideas there that he's had that he had for years. It's it's remarkable to me.
1: Yeah, and like I think that's like something they probably have on a board yes yes to disney he putting Pelimoto into star tours would be genius because that that ride's still good but like yeah I could get it like a revigoration or I something like, like that
0: i like automated joys
1: that's absolutely perfect the
0: rides down the droids are fixing it
1: <laughs> yeah day. That would be so perfect because you wouldn't you'd be less upset when you get to the ride and you, when you watch like <laughs> you could sit there and she's like well what are you doing here like get out of here oh and that's, so like maybe every they time
0: they s- add they can yeah. even put her in when they add a ride like, yeah, yeah
1: yeah 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 fifteen like a fifteen minute like uh loop of her just like saying jokes at you and you just stay there and then you're like okay uh, I'll allow it <laughs>
0: how do I block Disney I'm watching the game while we do this don't tell me the score <laughs> I know the score that's why we're in a feud
1: yeah 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 you know what we understand hockey here because we have ice tampa huh? you're breaking tampa up. has I don't nothing know if it's near you. Hmm?
0: is it me or you who's breaking up
1: well i don't know um but might anyways be
0: because i'm streaming a
1: hockey game. yeah it might
0: be <laughs>
1: <laughs> who can say um but yeah what were we talking about um star wars getting weird i
0: don't know i just think yeah. like if you think of star wars And you don't like it when it gets weird. Midi chlorians, people don't like it. Uh, But like George Lucas's proposed sequel trilogy idea, just sounds like it was off the wall. Like I don't even know Mm -hmm. what. (laughs) Like I honestly, I really believe. Like I really believe this. He would have had a stronger story overall than the sequels, but it would have been insane and probably not as. As loved as the sequels, whatever that means.
1: Like, I, I really
0: think people would have hated on the sequels. Like, I think people would have hated George Lucas's movies. Like, honestly, I really do.
1: We take apart, take away the part that like we really have the sequels because Disney bought Lucas Films. Let's be honest. Like, I don't like, but forget about that part. If yeah, if for some reason someone allowed Lucas Films to make three more movies and we called it the sequels, like, what would it have been like? Because at that point, Filoni's in the mix, right? Does he, does Filoni then become the Irving Urban, Urban Kirshner of the prequels where like he's like, maybe not writing, but like he's the guy, like, you know what I mean? Like, could that, could a George Lucas sequel trilogy have been like that on par with Mandalorian? Because,
0: no, well, if you hear what he said, it was supposed hmm. to be all about like, Mortis and midi chlorians.
1: Wow, really!
0: And I, I believe Darth Maul was going to be the bad guy with like Darth Talon mm. or something. It was going to be wild, man. He, I think he talked about it on that James Cameron interview. Mm. I don't think people would have liked it at all. I really don't. I think they would have been like, "What are we watching here?" Mm. And I, I don't know. I think there well, there's a reason for everything. Um, I think we got, I, I think we got three. Um, movies that. Oh, well, I think with the way that Disney Plus years are going, and the future movies, I think they they'll feel like they fit together better after all that's said and done. Uh I, I that's what I think. Like you felt with the prequels, I feel like we're gonna get that because because I do feel like J. James and Ryan Johnson, even though they they gave great lip service how they were on the same page for everything. Yep. I feel like uh, they didn't really uh, care about each other that much. <laughs> I kind of feel like, <laughs> like Ryan Johnson saw the Force Awakens and was like he's just rehashing the movie. Uh, we'll yeah, make a movie, and then he made his movie, and then James was like he didn't do anything. Wow, Ray's got him. And then he did his thing, and it is it is remarkable to me though that like the Force Awakens is kind of beloved or was anyway. I last But then he came back and did like the same thing with Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> And it's just like hated across the board. Yeah, it's like just it's It's I don't know if it's as hated as the Last Jedi in terms of like people who hate it versus people like it, but it's like it's definitely like the most. It's on like this mediocre rise. When we do our rankings, it's like Last Jedi people are either like one or last, and Rise of Skywalker yeah. is like yeah, it's just mediocre. Like it's it's gonna sit right there. It's remarkable.
1: Yeah, it's like. I think we uh, as a fandom like Star Wars, we just keep it too precious because it's like it's like, oh, no one else can be Luke Skywalker. Nobody else can be Han Solo. But it's just like how I was I, th- I was thinking about this today because it's like I saw an Instagram where it showed, it showed a picture of every Batman. It's like it's like, look at me. Batman's there's been and there's probably the same amount with Superman. It's like James, uh, Bond. James Bond. It's like it's. We have to let it go. Because, like, whatever they make next, as much as we like to think they do affect it, the original trilogy, nobody's going to change anything. Like, I, I don't even think they've done a ton outside of, like, oh, Rex. Rex is in Return of the Jedi. He's a rebellion soldier. It's like, that doesn't change. Like, the movie, you could never watch Star Wars again and like, still have the trilogy and you're good. So it's like, let it go. I mean, I think a lot. Of, like I said, I think he said it earlier. It's like a lot of people are like, "There's a lot of Star Wars." <laughs> it's like, yes, there is. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, and I think, and also, you know, with the weirdness and people hating on Star Wars, right now, it's like there's so much Star Wars that, and I think Liam Neeson was was accurate when he said that it's kind of losing its magic a little bit.
1: Mm. And I
0: think it totally, and I, I think, and Dave Filoni, I didn't read the article because I'm lazy. Uh, Disney does he nobody's changing anything. What about McClunky? Yeah, McClunky you'd... was the last thing George Lucas changed. I, Second... I, I,
1: I... I mean George <laughs> George Lucas changing thing is like one of his demos. Yeah, but
0: but he's not that um, uh what was I saying about what was I saying? Uh
1: um uh McClunky. McClunky. See, this is what happens when Disney Desi's here. She's an agent yeah, know, of chaos, something. like freaking. Oh bring my god!
0: Clunky into the mix. Uh,
1: but yeah, no, I don't know. It's
0: oh know, it's the oversaturation
1: of Star Wars. Mm, it is there, yeah.
0: and and the reality is, you, you at some point you're not going to like everything. I have yeah. liked what is it? If you like everything, you love nothing. So take mm-hmm. that into consideration when For me, um, I wanted to like Obi Wan more than I did. Mm-hmm. And I liked there are aspects of Obi Wan that I loved. I still think the first episode was magnificent, uh, but there are parts of it that I'm just like, ah, yeah. I kind of wish you were just sitting around a fire. I, I'm just, <laughs> but like, like at some point, at some point, it's impossible for us not to find something that we're not totally in on. But like yeah. it could be the Acolyte. it could be Skeleton Crew, it could be Mandalorian season three because apparently, book of Boba Fett. Like something's gonna come along and we're not gonna like it because they're making. So much of it, yeah, in such a short period of time, like like last year, what do we get? Boba Fett, Andor, Bad Batch, Boba Fett, Andor, what and Obi Wan? We got like we got so much, and then this yeah. year we got Bad Batch, um, and, and Mando, and then Ahsoka and Visions, and okay, Visions and Young Jet. That stuff doesn't really count so much, but mm. like because it's not a lot of action, actions, what I mean. But we're getting so much. That it is going to lose its magic a little bit. It's not going to be as special. I think the MCU's kind of hit that fate now, where it used to be like we got to go see it, and now people are like, oh, okay, well. (laughs) Like, there's just so much of it. It's just gonna. It's just bound to happen. Mm. And, and, but there's always going to be something. There's always going to be something that's going to draw everyone in, and it could be that 2025 movie. It could be the Mando movie. It could be the James Mangold movie. That probably won't happen. It's going to be something. (laughs) Like something is going to something is going to stand out and be special in all and and this accounts for mcu as well dc we don't know but something is going to always stand out and be like oh that's why i love this franchise
1: yeah yeah no i think you're right uh yeah i'm richard culver says I wasn't in on the prequels as an OT original fan in the '70s, but still found something to like. I take it as it is. That's a, like really valid point. It's yeah, not gonna love everything. Marvel's a perfect example. It's like not everybody likes everything you like. Like, <laughs> yes, Disney does. You are an agent <laughs> of chaos. Like I remember going to see Miss Marvel or sorry, Captain Marvel, and liking it, and then my wife. And our friends that we went, they didn't really like it, but I was just like, oh, and I was just like, is there something wrong with me? I'm like, no, it's just sometimes it just doesn't hit for everybody. Right. Or I think that's like what we need to go through is like, if you don't like it, that's fine. Like, how many people do you know, James, that when like a Star Wars thing comes out and they don't like it, they like inevitably tell you, about? I didn't like it. What'd you think? Did you like it? I didn't like it. It's just like. Okay, like, it's like, well, what I like to converse with them. But it's just like, so it's as people that like, are Star Wars fans, like, like us, we have a podcast, it's like, we become an expert on it. It's like, well, I, I can't control you. Like, I don't know, what do you think?
0: yeah it's something there's like a good I don't know it there's this weird obsession with Star Wars like there's a that is why there's four billion Star Wars podcasts out there <laughs> I did that, that joke on Instagram we're one of the few there's like so because there's this obsession with Star Wars and I honestly believe that it's because it's been around so long but but we all have this entryway into it that is very different from everything else. And I'm telling you, for me, it it had, I know I've watched movies before I can remember. Like, I I don't remember my first time watching any of them. Yeah. But I guarantee you, the first thing I ever knew about Star Wars was a toy.
1: I guarantee you it was a
0: toy. And that's the thing. is like, I saw this video, and I don't know if it was true. Lego apparently did a study about, like, why boys like Legos more than girls. Because they're very, you saw that?
1: No, keep going. I did. Yes, I did. I, I heard it. Yeah, yeah. Right. and
0: it was like because, like, if a boy picks up a Batman figure, they become Batman. But when a girl picks up a Barbie, the Barbie becomes them. And I'm like, yeah, I've never been, I've never used myself as an action figure in my yeah, life. Yeah. And I wonder yeah. if that's kind of like how Star Wars works as well. Yeah. We're like, we've all, we all have this mentality into it. And, and yeah, I don't know. It, it just, Star Wars is so weird. It's been around so long and so many of us got into it before we can remember or right when we remember and it usually and it's very rarely i think for anybody it was like a movie that got you into it it might have been a toy could have been a freaking book an audiobook it could have been a cartoon but movie the movies i think have been secondary for i think now like as time goes on they'll be first like more for the forefront but i just that's how i think of it man
1: no i think you're right like i i pretty sure i got into star wars at like uh 9 or 10 because my uncle gave me the the 1997 Kenner like Star Wars rebrand like when they when they brought those figures back uh and I was like Han Solo 3 PO Luke and R2 and it was just like I didn't ask for those <laughs> I don't remember asking for those things <laughs> and I got them and then it was just like like rocket ship to the moon after that right so it's so true. It's so crazy. It's toys, like I think I brought this up before. The Ewok Treehouse Village got reused by Kenner as the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, huh. like which I had. when I had Ewok I have Village. You had the Ewok Village, but then yeah. like there was also a catapult, like rolling catapult thing. Also, I just discovered recently an Ewok thing as well that got rebranded for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I had both of those things, but like the Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves version, I'm like, why? (laughs) It was not age appropriate for that movie.
0: (laughs) It's so true. Well, they don't really make... They used to make toys uh, for everything back then. There was no age appropriate. It was just, here's a toy. And that's why I read that uh, Stranger Things is going to be doing it. They're making like a Saturday morning... Cartoon version of Stranger Things, really? And I'm like, I'm like, awesome because when I was a kid, I watched Beetlejuice and I watched all these yeah, things that yeah. I never watched the movies for, but they were cartoons to me. I remember the first time I saw the Beetlejuice cartoon. My cousins were obsessed with Beetlejuice for like this weird period of time, and I remember watching the cartoon. And I said, I thought this was a movie, and I was like, it was a movie, but now it's a cartoon. Watch the, and I didn't see the movie until I was older. Um, so, so yeah, I'm I, I just like. Toys are a big thing. Toys have died off a lot, I've noticed. Mm. Like action figures, like the Star Wars action figures. First of all, they're way too expensive. Like Black Series, I know they're for collectors and they're not toys, but they're toys. And they're $50. And then like the regular toys are like whatever. Yeah, They're not very good and they're too expensive. So I don't know how anybody can get into a Star Wars toy as a kid anymore. And I think that really hurts. I think that hurts your brand more than being weird
1: yeah i think you're right like it's it is interesting because it's like i mean toys r us doesn't exist in the states but still still alive here and you go in there and it's just like there's a lot of interesting stuff and you can see where like these are toys for kids and these are toys for adults <laughs> yeah. but it's and it i would argue it hasn't lost its sparkle of when you would go in there as like an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, ten-year-old. Like, it still has that vibe of, like, this is the place to be, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, it is interesting because it's, like, what do kids, like, playing with? Because it's, like, there's a lot of, like, shows, like, Netflix shows, like, what's that dog show? Bluey, that's a huge deal. And there's, like...
0: Is that a Netflix uh, show? Uh, that's everywhere, yeah. I
1: think, I, I don't know, I'm not sure. Um, and there's one called, like, Blippy or something like that. I think it's a YouTube thing. Uh yes, the Funko Ch- Pops is true. Is the I remember getting into Funko Pops and like thinking that was crazy. But yeah, like it's but just not,
0: like, there's too mm-hmm. many of them. I think yeah.
1: I think it's like what kids consume is totally different from us.
0: Yes, oh for sure.
1: Even though it's the same idea, but like it's just like you're like oh right, I don't know what this is because it's a YouTube show or. I don't know.
0: But again, so, when I was growing up, I had droids and Ewoks to watch. Yeah,
1: yeah. When I was a kid, right like
0: and I bring those up all the time. I saw Ewoks on Ice. Like I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I was
1: <laughs> obsessed right.
0: with, like I was obsessed with them. And that and I had that. And and I think this new tale is a Tales of the Jedi, this kids the kids show The Young Jedi
1: Knights or something like yeah, that. Yeah, whatever no, it it's mean. called.
0: I'm like, that's great. I, maybe, hopefully, kids can get to it. Because, I mean, I know adults like to come on YouTube and, and bitch about all the time. And that's fine. <laughs> but it should be. It should be. Like, and I always bring up when I watch Rise of Skywalker, when COVID first hit with my nieces and nephew, right? We watched Rise of Skywalker. And they're kids. They're not watching it with a critical eye. And when it was revealed that Ray was a Palpatine, their jaws dropped. And then, like, the next, like, three days, they picked up sticks outside and pretend they were lightsabers. Uh-huh. It's like, isn't, yeah. isn't that why, like, and, uh, and uh, like, across the board, isn't that why these movies should be made so that kids can, like, watch something and be like, oh, that was fun. Let me go pretend to be that for an hour now. And then yeah. the parents are like, thank you. <laughs> Get out that's, of the house.
1: That's why, like, that that Lego study is interesting to me because it's like, I agree, like, girls play with things differently than boys do. But then like, you can't tell me that girls don't want to be, pretend to be something else as well. like, or I don't know. I mean, I guess like your example of you know, picking up sticks and fighting swords, like, oh, they're they're replicating Star Wars, but like perhaps the boys, like your nephew is thinking, I am Ray or I am uh, Ben Solo or Luke Skywalker, and then your niece at the time was probably thinking like, I am myself as a Jedi, right? Like I am still myself, but like but we can't figure that out unless you like psychoanalyze them or ask them, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like it is interesting because okay. it's like you can never know till some one of the children tells you what they're thinking, right? And wh- why yeah. would a child do that?
0: I think she was Rey Skywalker. Right. So but when like- she wanted to when she wanted to win the fight, she'd be Rey Palpatine. <laughs> I like lightning. I'm pretty sure that I was been. It's been what three years now. I don't yeah, really yeah. remember, but I remember it was. I just remember like, oh, that was nice. Yeah, like that. That's what made it fun. Um,
1: yeah, no, it's so. it's interesting. So it's like whatever. I I think the next two to three years of Star Wars is going to be interesting because of like, I think Andor was a success. People thought it was interesting and thought provoking. So it's like. Oh, so we can do something totally, like not totally different, but like we can, we can try a different tone of Star Wars. So that's, uh, I think that's, I hope that affects everything greatly.
0: Yeah. We'll see what happens. All right. You want to go to the
1: odds? No way.
0: Cause Star Wars is Star Wars. Never tell me the odds.
1: Never tell me the odds. I don't know. The intro didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Never tell me the odds brought to you, me, James, and everybody who can hear my voice by Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. If you like what we do, why don't you head on over to Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast and help support us because we like talking Star Wars, we duck like ducking toys, and we like talking about Marvel when we have nothing else to talk about with Star Wars. So support us as best Multiverse
0: you can. of madness scum podcast. <laughs>
1: Multiverse of Mogwise. There we go. It's a multiverse in the Gremlin universe. <sighs> Ideas like that you can support. And those people that support us are the following Heidi Feder, Executive Producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton; Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt
0: W., Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Dale Erman, Denna Nurse, and sooner Thrawn. I should just, we should do a musical episode of the podcast one day.
1: <laughs>
0: Thanks everybody for your Oh, we just lost all the
1: Patreon when I said that. They're like, nope. Nope.
0: I will write the music and two songs will be raps.
1: Somehow, two. somehow, our like, our, all our logos just disappear off the screen. I'm like, how do they do that?
0: <laughs> they have control. <laughs> All
1: right. What are the, the odds today, James?
0: The odds are: Will my daughter sleep today? I keep getting notifications from her camera. Uh, <laughs> Never tell the odds. Will we see or hear the world here, like mentioned the world between worlds in Ahsoka? Oh god!
1: I fully agree with you on it's Something that like could really bog down a lot of storytelling, but I want to go like. 70%, I think it's like I think you got to have to, especially if Maloney's calling the shots on this one. <laughs>
0: extra, seconds. you yeah. say. <laughs> I'm going to go I'm going to go full brock on this one. Okay. I could see it coming, but do you do you pull that card? Do you play that card in the first season or do you wait? And why do you go there? I I think because I don't know enough about this movie, I can't fully commit to anything other than full Brock.
1: Yeah, like, I think you're right. Like, I think you spend at least three episodes just explaining why Ahsoka's doing this, why all these characters she knows and where they come from, and why Thrawn's a villain. Like, I think that's going to take a large chunk of the season. You don't want to like add like, oh, and by the way, we can, could, we can jump through time.
0: I may enjoy saying probably more chance of that in the movie than than the show. That's mm-hmm. possibly. Uh, next, uh, Jude Law will mention Yoda in Skeleton Crew. It could be like a vague mention. Like, I knew a Master Jedi. He was small with big ears. Mm-hmm. That's my Jude Law.
1: That's pretty good. Uh,
0: and if you've ever seen The Holiday, that's exactly how he sounds in The Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> the Holiday is my, my favorite Jude Law movie.
1: Nice.
0: Jack Black's in it too. Captain Bombardier. Yeah, there you go. Unnamed Jedi. Look out. Kate Winslet. Star Wars, Star when Wars and Star over?
1: Wars. Boom. Boom, 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 um, boom. Kate Winslet
0: and Cameron Diaz are going to appear in the next two shows too. It's
1: going to be awesome. Um, knowing nothing about Skeleton Crew, I'm going to go 40%. Because I, I don't know. We keep talking about we need to stray away from the storyline we have. We need to make new things. And we've proven that that can happen. So it's like having him be a Jedi that knows Yoda, which is like totally worthwhile. But like, I think we want to stay away from that. I don't know. What do you think?
0: I'm going to go 11% because I don't think... I mean, apparently he's a Jedi who finds like four kids. Yeah. And they... Go on like an adventure. Like, why would he just like? Well, I am a Jedi, and I knew another Jedi who was quite. You know what? He's gonna say it hundred percent now because I went eleven percent. That's what the way be, these shows work.
1: What would be great is like the four kids in skeleton crew are the characters from Young Jedi the cartoon. I'd be like, whoa! And they like that's the only way they connect. Like the premise of the, the cartoon, the premise <laughs> of the show are totally different things, but they're like those are the characters. I'm like.
0: <laughs> it's the exact same as um, as uh, Be- Beckran Quell. What's his name? I'm at best. Oh, Keller and Keller and yeah, yeah, like his yeah, character yeah, yeah. is a Game Show host, but like they're like, Yeah, oh, he's actually just in this, which is great. I thought it was great, and whatever, yeah, can I thought it was great. Do it. Who cares? Do what you want, all right. Final odd uh, Luthen dies within the first three episodes of Andor season two. Is <sighs> Luthor because don't forget, and don't forget, I know it sounds like three episodes in. But every three episodes is going to be a year, so that's actually oh, like that's a right. long period of time, right? So yeah. that's why it's the first three episodes because does he die within the next year of Andor's
1: life? I'm going to go full Brock on this one, James, because it's like who? Because you
0: haven't seen it yet.
1: I haven't seen it yet, but like also <laughs> it's like, do you get rid of Stellan Skarsgård in that? It's
0: the last season, though. So last season, I know it's the
1: last season. Like, he can totally die in the last episode, but like, like. Do you get him uh, rid of him that fast?
0: I kind of hope his. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Forty seven percent. But I, I want his his character. I want Luthan to survive the whole way through. Oh yeah, just like the whole way. Just and then at the end of the show, he's like, "Is he still alive?" And they're like, "Yep, yep." And then he shows up in Filoni's Mandos movie.
1: Oh. Gets,
0: right! Like, but because he—the thing is—we're always like, "Well, were were they in the movie?" But why would he? If you think about Luther why would he be in any of the movies that we've seen? Yeah, because yeah. every movie we have seen—I know we have like those rebel scenes, especially in Return of the Jedi, yeah, and Force Awakens, and I guess the sequel trilogy. All three of them kind of have it, but like the the, the stories are very intimate stories. Like they're very like small in scale. We yeah. I think we like to. Make them seem bigger than they are when when we're talking about them, but they're very small in scale. Like, an Empire Strikes Back, he could be anywhere. Like, we don't see anything happening that we're literally on a ship with Han and Leia, and we're on a planet with a green puppet. That's it, literally. That's it. Like, there's nothing going on in the galaxy. You're like, anybody could, Mando could literally be on the planet beside Dagobah, and it wouldn't matter. Like, it would just happen.
1: Yeah. You could
0: do anything you want. That's my rant.
1: It's sort of like in solo, like, like the character of Beckett is like very, very cool, but there's only so much you can do with him. I mean, yes. and guys in solo, so it's like Luthen is a very cool character, and you're like, oh, I would love to know more, but you would never give that character per se. I maybe I guess Luthen's a little bit more of a main character than Beckett is, but like, still like both like older older character that like sort of mentors the young character and is sort of ethically back and forth on if he's good or bad so it's like but yeah like i don't you know if they put luthan in like comic book you'd be like oh i would love to know what happens
0: (laughs) yeah but i don't want to see what happens to him in a comic i want to see what happens to him in a tv show how old is boca okay so we got uh Ah, uh, Bo-Katan needs to help finding old Mandalorian artifacts. And how old is Bo-Katan? I think she's always twenty.
1: <laughs>
0: she, I don't even know. Does Let's she age?
1: Out. I'm on Wikipedia. She's got to be like in her sixties in the thing. But Mandalorians are of good stock. But she is. What does it say where she was born? What time she was born? Does it actually say? Uh yeah, no, it doesn't. Of course it doesn't say exactly when she's born. Probably
0: vague. But she was born before the Empire. So she's what probably in her twenties in the Clone Wars. So she's probably in her 40s at this. She's probably like actually Katie Sagov's real age.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. course <laughs> she
0: probably is. I guess you can make uh, it up to be whatever you want.
1: I uh was looking for news and there wasn't a ton of news, but one thing I found out that apparently there's some book that came out that has confirmed when Ahsoka is born so that you know what age she is in Ahsoka. Or or, I like the the article was like, so that means in Ahsoka she is this old. I think it was like 38 years before, she's born 38 years before um, the Battle of Yavin. And then Ahsoka takes place 12 years after that. So she's in her 50s, I guess. Don't quote me okay. on
0: that. <laughs> like, but she's she's a, she's another species, so she can age. Yeah, exactly. They want to so. age. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. baby Yoda didn't grow goo, is 50, <laughs> yeah. whatever, at this point, right? So, is he 52, 53, 54? He's around there now, right? He was 50 yeah. when they met, goes to Luke Skywalker for a couple years, comes back. Yay. I just, I, I still feel like the minute they make, they give him any kind of dialogue. Things are going to change drastically, and I'm not I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready to make nice. Um, yeah. So, what was the last one? Is Luthen going to die? Is Luthen yeah. going to die? Yeah. So I don't know. Full Brock on that. Yeah.
0: Did I give my number on that? Mm,
1: I don't think so, because you said 11 for Skeleton Crew.
0: 3-1 Tampa, Disney, Desi, get off this stream.
1: <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> i Oh, he's got a chair, folks. Is that the chair you've always sat in?
0: No, I sat on the futon.
1: All oh, right right, the futon, gotcha.
0: I decided to make you happy. Bolts. Oh, Bolts. we named our team after a Disney movie. Starring John Travolta and uh what's it? name? Uh, Yo, Mighty Ducks is a great cartoon. Though.
1: Mighty Ducks is a great cartoon.
0: <laughs> All right, top five.
1: Top five.
0: Uh, I just turned the game off. Screw you, Tampa. I'm never visiting Tampa again.
1: <laughs> well. <laughs> Tampa,
0: cares. Tampa cares. Tampa's very I,
1: nice. I love No, Tampa. it's
0: not. Tampa's a dump.
1: Oh, it's a dump. I hope it falls into the rest of the bay.
0: <laughs> no, I actually Florida's like my one of my favorite places on earth. Yeah. I hate it so much though, I hate it. <laughs> uh, top 5 types of troopers. Top 5 Perfect. troopers. I all of them. Just all of them. I'm going death troopers number 5. Death.
1: I put death troopers number 5 as well. So yeah. Wow. That was a cool addition, and it's like... I feel like there's a lore that they tried to get into, but I don't know. It's great.
0: Apparently, Tampa has lovely beaches. I don't... Cuba has lovely beaches. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, Shock Troopers. I love Shock Troopers. We finally saw one try to take out uh, Keller and Beck. And uh, yeah, I'm going Shock Troopers, number four.
1: I'm going to go... It's a mix like uh in in uh Rogue One and then like we see them in other stuff but like the tank the tank troopers slash shore troopers just cuz like I love that new reimagined helmet cuz I feel like there there's not a huge difference. Like we see them in Andor I think when he gets arrested yep. randomly. Like so maybe I'll just go shore troopers because like there was sand there too so and there was lovely beaches there too disney desi um yeah and i'm gonna go short troopers i just love that redesign of that helmet it's great
0: spectacular i'm gonna go best car troopers at number mm. three best car troopers i loved them I, mostly i liked uh gideon's trooper costume he wasn't a trooper technically but i like the best i like the best guy ones because they look cool and they look like a combination of like I think it was like a video game one people joined, but also they had the First Order kind of, they're kind of shifting into the First Order Troopers a little bit. So I kind of, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. So I'm going best guard Troopers at number three.
1: Uh, my number three is going to be the AT-AT Drivers. <laughs> There's just, it's like, you look at their costumes, like what is half of this for? But it looks like, it looks awesome. I like it.
0: My number two, you already mentioned them, the shore troopers. Love me some shore troopers. Mm. They look they have a cool design. They're basically scout troopers, but beige with like with like yeah. flood pants or something. Uh so that's my number two.
1: Um, my number two is going to be. I think I'm gonna go, I'm gonna deviate a lot and just go TIE Fighter pilot because that counts. That looks sick. The the black, all. Oh, it's like it's amazing how you can just take a helmet and repaint it, and I'm like, I'm yeah, in. No. <laughs> so, but it's cool, you know. Me, I love pilots, so it's like, oh yeah, that's cool.
0: I uh, the, the the we got spoiled with Tie Fighter stuff the last two shows, Andor and Mando. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The, the Andor stuff was awesome, and then Mando ties in. You're like, man, I love Tie Fighters, hanging like bats in their cave. Uh, and my number one just good old-fashioned yep. stormtroopers because they Same. are the best
1: <laughs> they walked into our lives and uh, capture our imaginations though and i was gonna say like the first time we see stormtroopers it's a sand trooper but no we see stormtroopers rushing in through that door and shooting down rebels like yep. but like i think that was cool because it's like wow look at that and like that's one of those things that like if i had money to spend frivolously on Star Wars costumes, I'd buy an original Star Trooper, Star Trooper, Stormtrooper costume. That'd be sick. Uh, but then it's like I think the idea of like you took that idea and then depending where they are, their uniform looks slightly different. It's just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying about George Lucas liking making toys? <laughs> exactly right. That's right. Hey, sorry,
0: I was on um around the galaxy like four years ago when he first started and one of the questions was what's your favorite sound in star wars and i was like the sound of stormtrooper feet walking on a death yeah. star yeah, it's like yeah. my favorite it's so proper i'm like oh i love it i also love my other one i mentioned though was the uh original trilogy and prequel trilogy sound effect of the lightsaber everything about it the, the sequels they not even nearly as good. They they're missing something. And that's not a knock necessarily on the sequels, it's a knock on sound design. Because there's just they're more bassy. It's a little bit more bassy, whereas the original ones were like right. And like when Finn first turns it on the Force Awakens, it was missing something. And I'll
1: never forget. Mm. I was like,
0: oh, your sound sucks. But Ben Burt <laughs> moved to uh, another company. So yeah, what are you
1: going Yeah, do? there you go. Yeah, boom.
0: Those are our top five. Top five. You know, two hundred eighty-four of these things. Wow! <laughs> Here we are. Next week is May the fourth. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a show for you on May the fourth, and we're gonna come back with a special "Never Tell Me the Odds" episode on Revenge of the Fifth next week. Nice. It's a, it's a, Star Wars week is always fun. We always have a good time.
1: Yeah, and oh. Vision season two comes out next week, so we'll have some more yeah. content. I guess we're getting into the entire season, right? They don't really. i
0: imagine because they're not really connected. I have one thing before we leave. Mm. I and I, I stand by this because I think Aaron loves the uh, marvelous Mrs.
1: Maisel show. Oh, I just started watching that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's very well written, and um, they dropped they came out a couple weeks ago and they dropped three episodes the first
1: week. Right.
0: Bam. Here's three episodes the first day. And then you have, and there's one after that. Andor did the same thing. Yeah. I'm, I really feel the, I feel like I love the weekly stuff. Same. But I just, I still think like Netflix has really taken a hold on the streaming way of things. Mm. And I think people, I think if you look at the Mandalorian numbers, they went up week to week because I think people wait to binge it. And I'm not saying that they mm. watch it all at once, but I think like my parents, are, for example, they haven't watched Mando season three yet. I yeah. know they're gonna watch two episodes, two episodes, three episodes like that. They're gonna go like that, and I I think Netflix has really kind of uh, put that in our heads, and we're, and we're more geared to binging than not. And I think the three episodes at once, especially out the gate, like imagine Boba Fett three those three episodes, off out the gate for Boba Fett. I think it would have been. Uh, people might have liked it a little bit more because you would have got more of the story. And then next week, oh, it's an action episode and stuff like that. So I I don't know. I think Disney may have to read. I know they want the week to week and they want you to stay subscribed, but I just don't think you're leaving it right away. I just don't think people are leaving it that fast anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, It is weird trying to figure out TV these days. Oh, I don't get it. I, I, totally I will say pass. one thing. <laughs> Get out I, of here, Disney. <laughs> <time>.
0: <laughs> I wasn't like a massive fan of The Last of Us, as you know. Mm. But do you know what it did better than any show on any streaming channel?
1: What's
0: that? Well, I shouldn't say any. I think Amazon's done it well in a few things. 9 p.m. Sunday night. 9 p.m. Eastern time, mm. Sunday night. It was there. It wasn't 3 a.m. Eastern. It was 9 p.m. I can watch it at night. We'll have oh, to worry yes, about I it I getting see, spoiled. Yep. Yeah. Yeah just oh look it's i i miss that's one thing i do like is like is 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 i would say appointment viewing like yeah if you're gonna go weekly make it like a time that's not stupid yeah like make it a time that we could because then also we can think about this it's 9 p.m eastern 6 p.m pacific yeah now you can get all star wars fans at the same time Absolutely. watching it and if you're online tweeting and whatnot you Like I just think it would be a better experience altogether because that's one thing I thought Last of Us did really well was just like it's 9 p.m. And it was 9 p.m. on streaming and on TV.
1: Yeah, like HBO has held on to that, right? Like that's been their like model for releasing their new shows on Sunday, Sunday night from whenever to whenever. And it's like even with their like, you know, they've made that jump to hbo max streaming or whatever hbo go hbo now whatever they've rebranded them i think hbo (laughs) max is the hbo max go or something but they're smart it's just like no just (laughs) like look we're still gonna work like tv even though when you think about it they're not conventional tv they are not they're not the they're not basic cable they they knew so it's like but they took those ideas so it's like we like to praise netflix for like reinventing the wheel and then stealing old ideas hbo is doing it for a while they just didn't have a streaming platform so yeah no i totally agree like mandalorian coming out on like wednesday night would be much more preferable than wednesday at midnight or 3 a.m
0: yeah that's what i think but uh, i'm not in charge of anything and i never will be aprio hbo plus go max (laughs) <laughs> you it. No, no, no. All right. Let's wrap it up. Anything else you want to say before I go cry to myself to sleep from this- <laughs> There's always Same, every time. year. Every year with this team. It's like, well, that's all, blah, 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 blah.
1: you just have to win four. That's all that matters. And they hey, still have no, a window to win you, four.
0: <laughs> no, no. You you have to you have to win four, but you also can't lose four. That's the yeah, part yeah, they yeah, forget. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you can't that's lose true. four. Yeah. They're like, we'll get them in game eight. Anyway. Oh, uh, freaking Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything else you want to say?
1: No, nope, that's it. See you guys next week for Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. Ooh, wow. Why isn't it just right, life wait.
0: day? <laughs> just throw this out there. Just piss uh. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. Give us a like and subscribe. Tell your friends. And until next time, Brock, you were always.
1: Scum, rebel scum. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always,
0: subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.